Turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the Cool Shop. Shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. TheCoolShop.com. The you may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. My name is Roger. Sir, may I be of some help? That's funny. My name is Roger. Two Rogers don't make a right. <laughs> Roger, I have a problem. Yes. I've been in L.A. for three months now. I have money. I have taste. But I'm not on anybody's A-list, and Saturday night is the loneliest night of the week for me. Well, a Ferrari would certainly change that. Perhaps. Hmm. But you know, this is the one. Yes. Yes, yes, I saw three of these parked outside the local Starbucks this morning, which tells me only one thing. There's too many self-indulgent wieners in this city with too much bloody money. Now, if I was driving a 1967 275 GTV 4 cam... You would not be a self-indulgent wiener, sir. You would be a connoisseur. Precisely. Champagne would fall from the heavens, doors would open, velvet ropes would part. I don't have one here. However, I do have one in the warehouse. Superb. What else do you have in the warehouse? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hi, I'm Bob Bondurant. I won the World Manufacturers Championship in uh, Ford Cobras in 1965. And you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Welcome, listeners. You are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and we've got a special treat for you because we are live here at Ferris Jackson in Scottsdale, Arizona, 2017. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, run to your computers and Google TapTalk1340.com. Oh, yeah, that's the radio station you want to tune into. Don't forget to check our website, GolfStreetMotorsports.com. If you've missed any of our past shows, don't forget to check out our podcast, archive page, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And since we're live here at Ferris Jackson, be sure and check out Velocity or Discovery Channel. And you can see everything live that's going on here at Barrett Jackson in Scottsdale, Arizona. Now, you can probably hear all the stuff going on in the background. How you about some social media? Oh, yeah, social media, Bobby. How about some social media real quick? Don't forget. All ahead, right. Bobby. Yeah, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Periscope, which is now part of Twitter, and YouTube, at NRC on Air and at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. There's a lot of great tweets coming out of Scottsdale, so be sure to follow at NRC on Air. Okay, well, I'll tell you what we got on stage right now. Right now, they got a 69 Chevelle. No, not a Chevelle. It's a Chevy Nova. And I can't see where the bid is right now, but it's a really, really nice car. It's a black car. Somebody upgraded with a motor that's got a 455 in it, or 454, I should say. And, uh, too bad you guys can't see this, but if you tune into uh, Discovery or Velocity, I think it might be being filmed 
No, it won't be. I don't see any cameras out here right now, so it's not. But anyway, so that's one of the cars that's up on stage right now. It's a real nice 69 Chevy 2 or Nova with a big block in it. Somebody modified it. There's an AMX right behind that. And then there's a custom Ford truck or Chevy truck behind that. But here's what I'm going to do, guys. You can hear all this stuff in the background. I'm going to go ahead and walk around a little bit and tell you about some of the other stuff going on. We also have a couple guests coming on tonight. And uh, we've got uh, Kevin Marty or Shelly, his wife, coming on, talk a little bit about Marty Works and what they do here. And uh, kind of give you guys a little bit of an insight as to what's going on as far as how these guys make sure that these cars are real. So they got a lot of people here. You got Kevin Marty who does all the Ford stuff. You've got uh, McDish who does Camaros, and you've got a couple other guys that do Corvettes. Another guy from Pontiac Historical Society. So basically, their job and their goal is to make sure these cars are correct to ensure that the car that you're buying is the real car. Now we also have another gentleman coming on who's a uh, a writer and a reporter from. Uh, for SEMA News, and he's also a custom car builder. He's been on both sides. He's been everywhere. He's bought cars. He's sold cars. He's customized cars. He's written about cars. He's photographed cars. All kinds of cool stuff. But I am now leaving the uh, main hall where the uh, auction takes place, and I'm walking into the, the front area right here. Just to give you an idea, when you first walk into the park, or come in off the parking lot, there's a giant tent here, okay? And uh, I shouldn't even call it a tent. It's a giant building. And, uh, but it's a, multi, it's, a, it's a collage of buildings. But when you first walk in, the first uh, vendor that you would see, if you want to use the term, the first uh, representative here from Detroit is Ford Motor Company. And obviously, they've got Chrysler here and they've got Chevrolet. I'm actually walking through Chevrolet right now. And uh, they've got a lot of the people here that uh, supply a lot of custom car parts. Uh, DuPont Registries here. There's Peloti, Peloti, I think that's how you pronounce it. They do shoes. You've got people in here that do uh, uh, T-shirts. You have uh, um, people that sell artwork. You have people that sell die-cast and scale model cars. You've got people like Roush here. You've got people like Shelby American outside. You've got Edelbrock here. A lot of stuff going, goes on here. In fact, it's very much, very much, I should say, like uh, SEMA. The, uh, as far as the displays, actually, I'm standing right over here by the DuPont Registry looking around to see if... Uh, our good friend Tom DuPont's here, but uh, he's probably like me, wandering around right now. And uh, I'm going to walk over here to uh, Bob Bondurant's School of Racing, or I should say Bondurant Racing School. I'm going to see if my good friend Ty's over there, because maybe I can get Ty to come in and say a few words real quick and tell us about what they're going on. But they're based right here at Phoenix Raceway. So uh, Bob Bondurant's not here right now, because like most really, really smart Americans, he is on his way to the... Uh, the uh, inaugural inauguration for uh, President uh, President Trump. But anyway, Ty, I want to welcome you to Nostalgic Radio Cars. We are live on the radio because our show's live. So why don't you tell everybody, just talking to the phone right now, because I'm walking around and giving our listeners in Florida kind of a live sense, a real feel of what goes on here, what they can expect if they come to see us. So go ahead and talk in the phone. Bear Jackson. We're at Barachak. But tell them about Bob Bondrat Racing School Racing. You know, you know, the Bondrat Racing School for 49-plus years has been the number one school in the industry and is absolutely – I'm holding the phone now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and is absolutely the school that, that has sent the, bench, the benchmark in the industry. We, we truly pride ourselves in the disciplines that we teach, uh, multiple-day classes, so that you truly can get the exercises, understand it. We have a one-to-three ratio. Uh, one instructor for every three students, about 80% seat time, so that you're really getting a lot of track time and a lot of seat time at, at the school. Couldn't be more proud of being the official racing school for Dodge SRT and now the official driving school for Fiat. Um, one of the new exciting programs has been the Fiat Road Rally, bringing that uh, out, out in the forefront. But I'll tell you what, these, these new Dodge, these new Hellcats are just outrageous, and they're not – they're the funnest car to have out out on a racetrack on any given day. So hope that's hope that's good. <laughs> that's real good. Ty, tell us a little bit about you get some open wheel cars here. So tell okay. us a little bit about the racing programs in general. What okay, you do. know what? The greatest thing about Bondurant is we've got so many variables. The biggest thing about once you get into the culture, formula racing at any given level is considered the open wheel racing. We have a, a master series for the Formula Mazdas. It's a it's a it's a category to where you're actually going to go into um, qualifying and then you're going to go into heat racing uh, multiple sessions throughout series uh, of, of weekends scheduled throughout the year. Uh, the Master of Formula Race Series is one of the most epic things that we've brought forward again. 
um, the cars, the, the excitement about getting in an open wheel car is truly at the, at the end of the day, that is what racing is. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's getting side by side and going for it. So, so at the end of the day, Bondurant has all of those, all the variables covered and you got to come to the school. You got to have some fun. Hope that's it. No, you're not there done yet. Now, give, okay, me the social, right. give me the social media aspect of it. How do they find social out more about? Media. Okay. How do they find out right. more about Bob Bondurant? Okay, School Bob Bondurant. You know what? Go to Bondurant.com. Bondurant.com will give you everything that you can hopefully uh, gather, like, like want to know about. You know how the how the programs work. Bondurant.com, or um, or you can always, of course, call us. But Bondurant.com. Join us on the website. Talk to our talk to our team. Uh, Phoenix, follow us on social media. Follow us on social media. <laughs> And there it is. Yes, there it is. This is all by surprise, by the way. So yeah. So thank you so much, brother. Okay, good. Ty did a real good job. We're still live. Okay, Ty, thanks. So okay. my good friend Ty from from Bondron School of Racing. I put him on the spot right now because it's kind of fun to do that. You know, it's like I I punked him. But anyway, how are we doing so far, Bobby? Hey, it sounds great. Um, yeah, sounds great. Good, good, good. All right, so I'm uh, walking around here. I'm over here where the Dodge area is but there's nobody here from Dodge so I can't talk to anybody but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna walk outside but I'm gonna give you a little bit of a recap of what I've been doing and in case any of you guys were uh, fortunate enough to follow us on social media when I landed off the plane I got here on Saturday okay so this this, this event like a lot of events started out basically as a you know a three-day event it was just an auction and it and and and, and there's a lot of excitement and there's some open houses and some car shows going on and things like that in fact the biggest car show that they have here is this Saturday, this coming Saturday, the last Saturday of this whole week event, and it's at the Pavilion. Um, it's, it's basically like a big giant shopping center. And I'm not kidding you. There's probably 1,500 to 2,000 cars that show up there. They literally, the guy that has the McDonald's franchise there, literally ropes. This is how much clout this guy's got. He ropes off the parking lot, and the only people that pull in there, and two thirds of that parking lot, are car guys. So it's really, really cool. So people show up there with cars to sell. People show up there with cars they just want to hang out and share with. But in order to get a parking space, you have to be there at 3 a.m. in the morning. So what a lot of guys do is they run their cars down there, take two cars. One to uh, ride them down there, drop off the car. And the other car, they leave there. Or actually, the one they, they're going to put on show, that car gets left there. And then they ride home with something else, and they get back the next morning. So, But it is packed. People come, people go. And it is a lot of fun. I mean, it's a huge, huge, huge car show. You know what they say on the radio show? Huge. That is what they say. Yeah, nothing's as huge as what's going on here in Scottsdale. Now, I am, uh, and then, so, that's this this coming Saturday. Now, now, the the Sunday before the event, it's kind of like the kickoff event, and now this is in its fourth year, is the Arizona Concourse. And that takes place at the uh, Arizona Biltmore. And I must admit, I go to a lot of concourse around the country, and the, the, the team that put on... The Arizona Concourse do an absolutely exquisite job. They limit the ox or the uh, the show field to about 80, 85, 90 cars, but the cars that they have there are absolutely world class, without any doubt. I mean, they have a combination of heavy American classics, European sports cars, race cars, and once in a while you might find a muscle car there, but not too often. Uh, you'll find them, you know, 50s American classics. So basically, they've got cars from the turn of the century. All the way up to let's say 72, I think is pretty much the cutoff, and that's the year basically, you know, like SBRA, which is Sports Vintage Racing Association. That's kind of like the cutoff as far as how we acknowledge or recognize cars that are cars of significance, so 1972 and older. But anyway, that is a spectacular event. The venue is beautiful. It's at the Lloyd Wright Designs Biltmore, Arizona Biltmore Hotel uh, in Phoenix. Okay, just outside of Scottsdale, which is it's like huge here, guys. And uh, it is an absolutely stunning event. And then, of course, the next day they have what they call the Tour de Elegance, which is where the cars that participated in the concourse do like a half a day drive. You know, it might be a 200 mile run where they drive around in the in the in the out in the valley and up and down those beautiful canyon roads and the desert out there. And then they meet for lunch in downtown uh, Phoenix or Scottsdale, I should say, at the Riverwalk. And I have photos of all this stuff on our Facebook page. So if you go to our Facebook page. Nostalgic Radio and Cars, you can see that. I put some stuff on Gulfstream Motorsports and obviously on our Twitter page, which is N, uh, at NRC on air. Right, Bobby? Did yes, it right? is. You want? I think they okay. should check that out while we're on break, right? Absolutely. Okay, so now what I am, I'm in the uh, big tent or hall here, and it's called, uh, it's where they have the salon cars. So if you 
happen to, you can go to the website, uh, barrettjackson.com, and you can look at the uh, website, and there's a gallery there, and you can see some of the cars. So one of the cars that I'm looking at is a Hennessy here, uh, Viper or Hennessy something or other, and that belongs to Steven Tyler of uh, Aerosmith. There's a beautiful Ferrari Daytona Spider here, gorgeous car. There's an Aston Martin DB5, an Aston Martin DB6. There's a custom-made 32 or 38, I'm not sure, one somewhere in that year, uh, Rolls-Royce, gorgeous, gorgeous car. Black Boss 429 belongs to one of our guests, former guests, has been on a radio show, belongs to Reggie Jackson. It's out of his collection. There's a rare, rare Hemi Cuda here in 1970, documented car with, uh, with paperwork, but it's an automatic car. We have uh, this other car here. This is really kind of unusual here. I'm not sure what it was, but it was a futuristic car that was designed back in the uh, 50s. It's a Chrysler car. And I don't know if a lot of you people know, but uh, Chrysler teamed up with Ghia back in the early 50s, and they built a handful of cars, maybe 15, 20, 25 cars. These were custom show cars that they used to kind of do experimentations in, in automotive design and stuff. And this one here is called the Streamline. It's a 1955 Chrysler Ghia Streamline X Gilda. And uh, you'll have pictures of that on our, on our Facebook page here. Of course, when I get back, I'll put it on the website as well. This is an incredible car. In fact, there used to be a TV show back when I was a kid. It was with puppets. It was done by a gentleman by the name of Anderson. And this TV show was called Supercar. And I swear, just by looking at this, they probably took some styling cues from this very car and created that car that they used in the TV show. It was pretty neat. A lot of cool cars here. Very, very unusual stuff. Uh, it's basically the cream of the crop over here on the other side. There's a whole bunch of uh, top fuel cars. I shouldn't say top fuel cars. They're funny cars. Or floppers, as they're nicknamed in the business. And one of them happens to be Don Perdome's 1972 Plymouth Barracuda, one of the Hot Wheels cars. And I don't know about you guys, but I had all these Hot Wheel cars back when I was a kid. So here's an example of uh, Don Perdome's car. It's uh, pretty cool. It is the car that he raced back in 72 against the Mongoose, Tom the Mongoose McEwen. Jaguars, Porsches, new cars, old cars, and I think it's about time to take a break. So, Bob, you get something queued up on the radio for us? Or on the radio? On the uh, turntable for us? <laughs> well, it is on the radio, technically. Yes, I oh, do. Oh, yeah, we are on the radio. Okay, uh, I good. got some Booker T's and the MG's coming right up here. Oh, yes, I'm good. You know, because MG's, you know. It's appropriate song. <laughs> I yeah, figured we hadn't, right, right. Play, we hadn't played it once since we got the, since Miss Moneypenny entered the picture. So, oh, okay. So here well, we go. Yeah, yes. Okay, hey, you're tuned into Nostalgia Radio and Cars. Don't touch that doll. Here's a little Booker T and the MG's.
Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey guys, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio Cars, and you know I dig stuff out of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a shop in town specializing in vintage, retro, mid-century collectibles. Everything from toys, games, pinball machines, video games, fashion items, TV lunch boxes, slot cars, models, and more. Bobby, what's the name of that store? The, the cool, cool Shop. Yes, located at 9265 Seminole Boulevard in Seminole, Florida. Give them a shout, 727-201-9489. TheCoolShop.com. The you may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car's been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Okay, guys, we are live, and we're here at Barrett-Jackson. And uh, you know what? You just never know what you might see. But I'll tell you what. Here I'm wandering around, and I kind of wandered into a – and I know you guys are going to say, hey, I'm biased, and I'm partial to Fords. Yes, I am. But I wandered into a mix of Ford Broncos, okay? Well, there's a company here called Bronco – let me see. i got to get the name here. Bronco, 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 Bronco. Gateway Bronco, okay? Now, here's what Gateway Bronco does. Basically, what they do is they recreate the 66, the 77 – Ford Broncos, and they've got some outstanding cars here. Now, the gentleman that we're going to talk to in a few minutes is named Seth, but he's busy talking to a customer because he's selling one of these. But my good friend Jim Wicks is over here. Now, Jim Wicks, you probably remember Jim. He's been on my show a time or two, and uh, he's responsible, and he's the founder of the one and only great Midwest American Shelby Shelby event called Mid-America. So, Jim, how you doing, and what do you think uh, of... I'm uh, doing great. It's great to be here at Barrett-Jackson. Uh, a lot of great cars, good people, and, uh, man, good to see you out here. Yeah, well, you know, as, as Ford guys, you know, Fords, Fords of a feather flock together. Isn't that what they say? Oh, uh, yes. Hey, nothing better than Ford's family's fun. That's what we do at Mid-America. That we bring Ford Motor Company in and Shelby American and uh, have two great days of open track events, uh, drag race, car show, swap meet, cruise in, something for everybody. We're five full days as hard as you can run. And, uh, you know, really excited to have uh, people like uh, the people that you were talking to, Gateway Bronco, to come and see us. And, uh they're going to participate with us uh, as a sponsor, and their program is really taken off with the great vehicles that they're creating, and that uh, he's uh, doing a great job in uh, doing some, uh, uh, a lot of people would call a resto mod uh, uh, effect on uh, on the older Broncos uh, with a modern drivetrain, and has really done a great job in picking up this niche market that I think is, is exploding right now. Well, there is a resurgence in vintage cars with no question, but uh, these vintage Broncos, I'm glad to see, you know, because for the longest time, everybody's in the Jeeps. And now these old Broncos, now that they have the new bodies and everything like that, it's great to see these 66 and 77 Broncos back on the road. Yes, it is. And it'll get even more exciting, I think, with Ford bringing out uh, the new, new Bronco just uh, coming up this year. Is it coming out in 2017 uh, or 18? It may be in 18, yeah, I think. But uh, it's really going to be exciting to have... Uh, to have that mix of vehicles available. Super. Now, behind us, it happens to be a car that you and I are kind of passionate about. There's a 67 Shelby over here that looks like a barn find. Tell us a little bit about this yes, car Yes, right that, uh, that is a 67 uh, uh, GT350 that uh, Seth uh, found, and uh, he it was, had been sitting this uh, paint and everything on is from 1977. Uh, it's got the dust effect and uh, the old American racing vector wheels that... Uh, very period correct for that era and uh what's even neat is he had even ran down the original owner of this car who is uh 
become excited about uh, finding his old car again has been absolutely pestering Seth to death to over to buy this car back. So that's just exciting when stories like that come together and, you know, really got uh, great people out doing things like this. It's, it's what makes our hobby and business so much fun. Absolutely. Now, where was this car found? You don't know either? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's just check out the license plate. Oh, there's no license plate on yeah, it. So, Well, anyway, the main thing is it still has the original dirt on it for wherever oh, it came Oh, yeah, from. yeah. It was uh, just, uh, you know, it is the, the true barn find type deal. The uh, car was driven uh, and uh, put up just because uh, they wanted to save the car and, and knew that it would probably be worth something. Well, they're absolutely right. I didn't take a look at this. Is it a four-speed or an automatic car? Uh, it is a four-speed car. Four. That's the only way and to fly, right? Yeah, and, and, and this car was was played with a little bit. Uh, uh, a name of the past of Mayor Racing out of California. That's Mayor set Racing, of the, yeah. Set of their front fenders on the front. Uh, so those are fiberglass fenders. Fiberglass fenders, yes. Oh, I noticed uh, the flares on there. Bill Mayer was a good friend of Carroll Shelby and uh, started uh, uh, developing uh, aftermarket pieces and parts uh, uh, right as Shelby American closed its doors. Okay. Well, now, since we're waiting for uh, Seth to come over here, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experiences here at Bear Jackson? Because you've got, uh, over the years, you've bought and sold a number of Shelbys because you're a Shelby expert. Okay? Well, whatever that's worth, but I, I'm very blessed to know the people that I do and have some clients mm -hmm. that uh, are, are excited about these cars. Uh, and uh, it, it's just really fun to to be out here and, and chase them and uh I, I've brought several cars. This year I've got uh, a 69 Cougar XR7 convertible that is a 428 Cobra Jet car, oh, which I know you're an old Cougar, Cougar, Cougar affectionate, <laughs> so uh, that yeah. makes a uh, makes really uh, interesting deal there, too. But uh, we'll be uh, offering that car up on Friday afternoon, a mm -hmm. uh, lot uh, 981.1. 981.1. So it's royal maroon with white leather interior. Oh, it's a really striking car. So uh, we'll we'll see how the day goes. And at Barrett Jackson, uh, you get a chance to put your car out in front uh, of a lot of qualified buyers and uh, uh, and and see where the money goes. That's true. And um, besides that, it's a great show. It's a great show. It is the greatest show on earth. Uh, uh, there's just so many things to do here. It's uh, uh, it, it, it's the world's fair in that all of the vendors, uh, the great sponsors that come out here, the uh, people that, that show their goods as well as the great cars that are auctioned off here. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I got to say it's something for everyone to put on their bucket list to come and enjoy Barrett Jackson. There's no question about that. Well, Jim, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes and hanging out with us here. Je Seth is busy. Yeah, but what I'm going to do, so I'm going to walk around a little bit and then I'll come back. To I'll circle around here, but I'll be talking well, about good. I know truck. Seth will be excited to talk to you about uh, what yeah, he's got absolutely. going on. And, and, you know, that Bronco over there, that, that's VIN number one. That was uh, the Ford Motor Company show car, and uh, the original, actual first owner of that car was a guy by the name of Carroll Shelby. No kidding. Yes, sir. That uh, that, oh, that, wow. that truck, uh, Ford Motor Company used it as a promotional vehicle, and again, it is VIN number one. It is VIN it is one zero 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 one. And Carroll Shelby and, was the uh, original yes, owner. Yes, uh, uh, Ford Motor Company had passed it on to Carroll. And he kept it around the plant for a little bit. And they actually did the first V8 transplant in a Bronco. This was a six-cylinder car. And, of course, Carroll uh, uh, can't, you know, leave, anything a, alone. can't leave anything alone. He had pretty, pretty, a few trick 289 engines around. And uh, that, uh, that actually went to the, uh, uh, down to Terlingua to the, uh, to the ranch. Okay. And uh, was sold uh, to a, a local Ford dealer down there who maintained and kept that, that truck. Uh, uh, since the 70s. And again, Seth was uh, lucky enough to run across an opportunity to meet up with him and purchase the vehicle and is sharing it uh, to the world. So, Sitting side by side with the 67. Yeah, we've got a GT500 on one side, a GT350 on the other, and, 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 and again, the excitement in the Bronco world, uh, the very first Bronco, and the guy, first guy's name on the title was Carroll Shelby. It doesn't get any better than doesn't that. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to walk around a little bit, Jim. All right. Good, good seeing you again. Take All care. Right, and then uh, when Seth gets a minute here. So uh, anyway, like I said, I'm going to walk around here and look at some of the other cars. Now we have another vendor here, Drew's Garage. What Drew does is, I guess, evidently he sells garage components. You got uh, Pro Slack, and I think what they do is they build custom storage units for your garage at your house. I mean, they're custom built-to-order type deal. 
We've got, uh, what do we got here? we got self-healing paint protection. That's kind of cool. Pipes performances here. we got uh, people from Snap on here. we got people from Good Guys here. Uh, you just name it. You know, over here, let's see, you got uh, Rousseau. Not sure what that is, but I think what they do is they also do um, storage units and stuff like that for your garage. Uh, we have the guys from uh, Battery Saver here and uh, just all kinds of people running around here trying to sell their wares. Anything that's automotive related, okay? We got a company here that sells lifts. Just incredible stuff here. So, you know, really, like, like Jim said, this is like a world's fair for car guys, you know, because we even have boats here. Ski Nautiques here. They've got boats. They've got, uh, which is the ski boats. They've got Mastercraft is here, which I think Mastercraft and Ski Nautique are both um, out of Florida. I think, I think there's a cor correlation there between the two. Uh, we've got some offshore boats here. I'm not sure who these are. And it says M41. So, uh, Mercury Racing. So, hey, guys, you know, this is live. So, you know, I'm kind of winging it as I can as I'm walking down here. How are we doing, Bobby? Your winging's doing good. My wing is doing good. Okay, actually, you know what's really cool is they had the big giant, uh, what do they call those, jumbotrons or something like that? Yeah. So I'm standing here, and I'm watching a 1940 American Bantam pickup truck that somebody customized. It's on the block right now, and the it's a pretty nice-looking piece, custom, and it's right now the bid is at $52,000. Now, here's how this works. The rule of thumb is, is the car's supposed to roll across the block. They're supposed to spend mm, three minutes. That's normally what they're supposed to do, and then they hammer them, okay? Then if they don't sell... Uh, well, obviously this is a no reserve auction, so everything sells here. So whatever you bid, you bought it. Well, now they got another band I'm going through there. It's a two door sedan. So this must be part of a collection or something like that. Pretty interesting. And, uh, I mean, the, the, this facility, this venue is absolutely incredible because there is just, it is so easy to navigate around. There's catalogs available. There's uh, so you can find out, I mean, there's a map here. You can find out, you know, where you want to go, what you want to look at, you know, depending on what it is. Whether you want to look at customs, whether you want to look at, you know, uh, uh, street cars, whether you want to look at uh, racing cars, whether you want to look at the run-of-the-mill stuff. It's all, there's seven or eight tents out there full of cars. There's just a lot of cars out there and uh, just a lot of stuff to choose from. But what's really cool, what I always get fascinated about is when you walk in here where the vendors are, you know, they always have these cars on display. And some of these cars are just over the top. You know, now, when I was out there walking earlier, I was in the tent. and the tent, they had... You know, good mix of cars. You got your basic Camaros, your Firebirds, your Trans Ams, your Chevelles, your Mustangs, your Volkswagens, your Fiat 500s and 600s. You got uh, GTOs, you got GTXs, you got Roadrunners. You name it, it's here. Vintage Cadillacs, vintage Lincolns. Um, the salon area has most of the really, really unusual stuff, and there are some heavy American classics. But in the old days, Barrett Jackson used to have a lot of heavy American classics. Nowadays, they don't have that that much. It's mostly 50s, 60s cars. Uh, early on in the day, they generally run their memorabilia. And then midday, like around 2 o'clock, they start running some of the cars. And that goes on until about 9 or 10 o'clock at night. So that's pretty much how it works here at the auction. And, um, and, and so you can kind of like get this. When you get the schedule, the itinerary, then you kind of know how you want to budget your time. But having said that, the thing is, is that we're in Scottsdale. So there's six other auctions going on okay besides barrett jackson and worldwide is new they just came into town they're on wednesday thursday is bonhams friday is um goodings auction friday night is rm and then saturday is uh is uh, goodings again okay and then obviously oh yeah and then russo starts on wednesday also so i think i named is that six auctions i think it's six auctions and uh so anyway i'm gonna walk outside here a minute Bobby, you want to throw something on a turntable while I go try to find some people real quick? I can do that. I can throw some great white on the turntable here. Oh, great white. Yeah, you, you know, you, you know, it's great that you can, uh, you know, give all of us people here in Florida who uh, don't have it TV access right now because they're not airing it, I guess. It's great that you can uh, fill us in on all this. Yeah, well, I, you know, I was walking over here. I was looking for, uh, I'm actually out in the big, uh, what we call the... Uh, I don't know, let's call it a show field for better, for lack of uh, something else. And out here, uh, this is where Shelby American has a big display, the big transporters, and they got a number of Shelbys here. You've got backdrafts over here with a bunch of Cobras and some Roush motors. you got BF Goodrich out here. You've got Edelbrock out here. you even got Tesla out here. Now, I don't know what exactly what's performance-oriented about Tesla, but they do have a pretty fast electric car. So I was actually over there looking at those a little bit earlier. 
Mm. Um, something that's new this year that they're doing is um, they got this thing called uh, a DYI tent, okay, or it's called Bear Jackson DYI. So basically what they did is they grabbed the car off the, uh, off the lot, so to speak. They took it over there, and they've got companies like Ride Tech, and they've got uh, a couple other companies. I can't think of the names right now because my mind's just going. Well, you can, you can you can think about it while I uh, throw some great white on the turntable. How about that? Yeah, but basically what they're doing is they're customizing this car with different suspension, with different tires, with different wheels and shocks and interior pieces, all bolt-on stuff that you can actually buy right here at Bear Jackson. And uh, what they're going to do is they're going to auction that car off on Saturday afternoon. So that's it in a nutshell. But in the meantime, Bobby, go ahead and throw some music on there, and then uh, if you get a chance, give Chris a shout. Will do. All right. We'll be back. Hey, you tune in to the South Radio Cars. And again, guys, we are live here at Barrett Jackson. Hi, everybody. This is Bob Barsha with Fox Sports. Normally, I'm at the racetrack with the Barrett-Jackson auctions for television. But if I'm not, I'm going to be listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I hope you will, too. Okay, we're back. You're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And, 
Hey guys, if there's any goof ups, technically it's not Bobby's fault. He's doing his job. I'm just here missing my cues. But I'll tell you what, it is just totally overwhelming. Right now I'm standing here next to, I believe, a 63 or 64 Chrysler 300 convertible. Beautiful car. And on the side of this car, this just gives you an example of some of the rare stuff that you'll see here. Chrysler official pace car, 47th annual 500, you know, for the Indianapolis 500 motor speedway car. Oh, there it goes. With date, duh. May 30th, 1963. So my guess is the 1963. Now, they resto modded a little bit. I don't know what's under the hood because I got my hands full, so I can't look under the hood. You're really not supposed to touch everybody's car. But it's got a set of wide wheels, and it looks like a set of, um, oh, I forget what they call those things, but uh, they were real popular in the 80s and 90s on Mustangs. And um, nice-looking set of uh, Krager aftermarket wheels, you know, period correct for, let's say, like an 80s, 90s car, not for a 60s, 50s car, but it does look good. There's a, a real nice 69 Roadrunner over here, factory four-speed car. Now, it's got a pistol grip in it. I don't know how you Mopar guys, how familiar we are, but pistol grips actually didn't come out until 70. So if you see a pistol grip in a 68 or 69 or earlier car, it's just because it's cool and you got to have it in your car. I know I was doing that to one of my cars back in the day as well, one of my 68 Mopars and stuff. Uh, the other car that we got right over here is a really, 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 really nice. I think this is a 1960. I'm not sure, but it's a uh, Dodge or Plymouth, excuse me, Plymouth Fury. And I think, I think, and walk over. The nice thing is, is they got these little things at 1960, so I was right. So 1960 Plymouth Fury Convertible. Boy, is this thing outstanding. You know, we talked about uh, Chrysler's earlier, you know, Virgil Exner. You know, he designed, uh, he teamed up. He, he, he actually worked with uh, a guy by the name of Lowry. And Lowry, I think, was a designer for either Core Duesenberg or something like that, or maybe Studebaker or something. I can't remember. And uh, But uh, Virgil Exner teamed up with Gia, with but he had some pretty far-out uh, styling interests i should say and basically you start looking at those uh 57 58 59 60 61 and 62 i think 61 might have been last year chrysler's and plymouth's and dodges the fins the chrome the stainless i mean the shape of the car you know with the faux spare tire on the back absolutely incredible looking car swivel bucket front seats padded dashes funky looking stern wheels i mean these were really really outstanding looking cars so this one in front of me here is a beautiful beautiful Car. It's rare to see a 60 Plymouth Fury convertible, especially loaded out like this one is. Now, it's got those aftermarket uh, Coker-style um, wire wheels on it, which really, yeah, so-so. I'd rather see the styled, styled hubcaps on there because they're painted with chrome and stainless and stuff, and they're really, really pretty. But it does have wide whites on it, so it's nice. The coves and the front fenders are painted white, and it, so it has like a two-tone flare to a beautiful car. A little earlier, I was walking past a 1970 Trans Am. That somebody basically resto-modded. So what they did is they put a late model 500, or let's call it a mountain motor, because I don't even know how many cubic inches was in it. And a beautifully done car, extremely straight. Very, very, very nice looking car with 18-inch reproduction, um, five-spoke, you know, Pontiac. I think they call it rally two wheels on it. So it looked pretty good. Over here is a very rare 1969 Hearst Olds convertible recreation. Okay, so it says period correct 455 plus a TH400, which turbo 400. Has all the correct Hearst details, and uh, cars only got 215 miles on it, and it was just finished here in November of 2016. Beautiful car. So it's got the Ray Mare setup on it, which is unusual and unique to the Hearst Olds cars. It's got the his and hers Hearst shifter, which uh, let's see, Hearst. Um, uh, I'm still not sure exactly which whether a Pontiac had it first or whether Oldsmobile had it, but it's definitely Hearst design. And uh, you know, so there's the Hearst dual gate or whatever. Um, a few minutes ago, I just walked past a really, really nice Mustang. Now, I'll tell you, wrestle mods are real popular. And I'm kind of warming up the wrestle mods. They're not really my, my favorite because I still like the cars in their original form. But I can see why somebody would do that, you know, because basically you want the best of both worlds. You want a vintage car, a vintage look, but you want the reliability and the performance and the handling of a modern-day car. So, hence, wrestle mods are the way to go. Now, on my Facebook earlier, I posted a... Uh, a little story there because I saw two Cobra replicas. Okay, one of them had some sort of American torque thrust wheels on it. The body was very similar to an original Cobra 427 SC. The other one was kind of a let's just call it a cut rate Cobra recreation. And where I'm going with this is like on a lot of these cars, it's okay to modify, customize a car, or rest a mod a car, but try to be try to do it in a tasteful manner. Because when you do it in a tasteful manner, the car's going to be worth more do the car tacky, okay, then it just doesn't look right. Now, speaking of untacky, which is kind of cool, 
Uh, I'm looking at a 58 Impala here. I think, or maybe a 56 Chevrolet. I got to look at this thing real close. But it's a 56 Chevrolet. Yeah, 56 or 55. Now, what they did is they modified this car to kind of look like a cross between. I'm not sure. Uh, it's got taillights that look a little bit like they're out of maybe a, a later model 60s car, and it's got slanted, uh, what we call canted headlight assembly, which was kind of popular, which is something they borrowed. A cue they borrowed from uh, a Chrysler. The back quarters, the way they angled them down, looks like a 58 Chevrolet. So at first glance, you think it's a customized 57. But then when you start looking at the roof pillar and the body lines, then you can tell clearly that it's a 55 or 56 Chevrolet. Nice-looking car. Now, it's got a set of lake pipes on it. But this car is customized in period fashion. When you customize a car in period fashion, that is perfectly acceptable, okay? Because you're trying to recreate a time period. Right beside this car is a gorgeous copper with white metal top. You know, the two-tone paint jobs were real popular back in the 50s. It's a 57 Chevrolet two-door Bel Air. Beautiful car, very original-looking, excellent-looking chrome. Nice, nice, nice car. Fit and finish on this car is really, really good. Now, I'm not saying it's... It's concourse quality, but it's definitely show quality. There is a difference, concourse quality and show quality. Most of the cars that you find here are probably, you know, local car show quality kind of cars. That's what you get. Then you get a couple of cars that the level of the work on the car is a little bit better. You got a little bit better fit and finish on the car. The stainless is a little bit nicer. The chrome trim is a little bit nicer. You know, things of that nature. So you really, really, really have to look at the cars. And this is the other thing I was telling you, too. You can watch an auction, whether you watch me come to, whether you watch... Uh, Bonham's auction, whether you watch uh, Bear Jackson, whether you watch Auctions America, whether you watch Worldwide, any one of these auctions, if you watch these cars, you're going to see that there's sometimes a huge discrepancy in prices, what these cars are selling for. A lot of it has to do with geographics, in other words, where the auctions take place, whether it's Kissimmee, Florida, or whether it's out here in Scottsdale, or whether it's in Dallas, Texas, or whether it's in Timbuktu. You know, it could be in the middle of, uh, in the Midwest, like in Oklahoma or someplace like that. All right? So, and, and depends on who's there, you know? So the if, if there's a really, really, like a, what we call a feature car there, a feature car draws a lot of people. And they got to have usually three or four cars there that are really exciting to draw people to that particular auction. And when they do, then obviously the bidding goes up and the prices go up and everybody's got to have it, you know, because emotions take over. And uh, But if you're out in a remote area, or if you're in a popular area like this, chances are the cars are going to do pretty good. But again, the cars are doing, for the most part, market value. Now, I'm not a big fan. I, I think Barrett Jackson is probably the coolest auction on the planet. I think everybody needs to come here at least once because it's just exciting. It's just no other way to describe it because it's just stuff on top of stuff and things to do and people to meet and cars to look at. And it, again, yeah, you're right. It's a car show. It's a car show. There's a lot of stuff to see here. And you know what? If you're restoring a car, the other good thing about it, this is a good place to come to look at a car. To use these cars as reference. Plus, you get ideas. You know, you might see something you were thinking about doing. You say, hey, that's what I was going to do. I might change my day. Or you might see something here. You say, eh, I don't really like the looks of that now. I mean, it sounded good on paper or looked good on paper and sounded good in my little head. But, you know, now I'm looking at it. I'm saying, eh, this is not so cool now. I think I want to do that to my car. You know, so that's the other virtue of coming to these big shows, car shows and auctions and stuff like that. Because at a place like this where you get over a thousand cars, you have a huge mix, a huge variety of cars. And all shapes and sizes and flavors and colors and options and tires and wheels and paint and interiors and you name it, it's all here. So it's really, really, really a good idea. Like at Meekum, Meekum had three thousand cars. Sure, a lot of the cars are you know the same looking cars, the same color. You know, there's only so many Lamont's blue '69 Camaros you're going to see. There's only so many Calypso Core '70 Mustangs you're going to see. There's only so many B5 blue Mopars you're going to see. But you know what? There's other colors out there too. Hey, here's a car that caught my attention. Here's a 70. looks like a 70. Camaro, first gen. Now, I'm not sure if it's a Z28. I see a Z28 badge on it. And I got a real strong affection. Oh, it's sitting right next to a 69 Shelby. But it's kind of rust a little bit. But, or what looks like a Shelby. Probably is a Mustang with a Shelby Kelly panel on. But here's a 70 Z28 RS Hugger Orange. Wow. Hey, all right. Look at this. This 70 Camaro Coupe has all the Z28 options. Oh. Well, okay, but it's been out. So it's basically what it is. It's a clone. So it's upgraded with a 454, which we, uh, how are we doing there, Bobby? We got Chris on the line here for just a few minutes here as we're winding down. Oh, Chris? Chris, yeah. wait a minute. There's Chris. He's, Chris is walking. I see Chris. He's right over there. Chris, are you in the line? I'm here at, at uh, Barrett, yes. How about that, Chris? We were trying to get you earlier. So now I'm actually walking away. I'm backing up from you. You're actually, if you turn to your right, 
you'll see a car hugger orange Camaro. Okay, gotcha. I'm gonna stand out of the, I'm gonna stand out of the way here because otherwise we'll have interference. But Chris, welcome to the show. Now you have a company called G5 Customs. You customize cars. So tell us a little bit about you, and tell us a little bit about what you know what you see going on here, and uh, your 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 experiences here at Barrett Jackson. Well, our company, G5, same location since 1996 out in Mesa, Arizona. We used to primarily build SEMA cars only for the SEMA show. So we were doing OEM redesigns, doing custom composite parts, bumpers, spacious, interiors, uh, any kind of composite part, and reshaping the car lower, supercharged turbos and stuff like that. So since 08, we had to recreate ourselves, and now we mainly focus on the muscle car sector, which you see a lot here at Barrett-Jackson. Right now we're looking at the 69 Boss 302 Mustang, obviously. Highly customized, beautiful black trim, but, of course, using the modern... Uh, you know, B-Cool aluminum radiator, the moderate rotary, aluminum um, air conditioning compressor, you know, updated training motor out of a Fox body Mustang. So you see a lot of updated, you know, more of the pro touring updated cars here as well. So uh, is there anything here in particular that you've seen so far that really flips your, flips your, floats your boat, so to speak, <laughs> and uh, something you'd like to take home with you? You know, there's a, quite a bit of cars. I'm I'm actually pretty much a, a really diehard Viper fan myself. But uh, growing up, as everybody has their trigger, I find it. I find myself reverting back, even like my customers, uh, back when I was back in the day. Uh, a '73 Z28 big block car was was my driver, and uh, I find myself kind of leaning back towards that. You know that uh, that style and look. And I know that second gen Camaro is really up and coming now, since the first gen is pretty much saturated. So myself, I'm looking at a couple of different cars here. I've seen some uh, beautiful pro touring examples uh, that I, I definitely like. There's several here, but uh, that's kind of personally what I would kind of chase is uh, the, the second-gen 7073 Camaro-style body myself. Okay. Well, we got about uh, 20, 30 seconds left. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give off your social media real quick and tell people how they can find out about uh, some of the fine custom cars and the neat stuff that you do. Plus, the, you, still, you write for... Uh, SEMA. So you do like SEMA news and reporting and all kinds of stuff, yep. you and your team, right? Yep. Our, our site is uh, SEMAshowcars.com, and you can also like us or share us uh, through Facebook at uh, G5 Customs. You'll find us right on there, and you'll see a lot of the videos and cars we've highlighted this actual auction. Super. All right, Chris, I wish we could have had you on a little bit longer, but I'll tell you what, we'll set up another time and another schedule when you can uh, come on our show and spend a little bit more time, but I think we're like uh, 30 seconds out. So I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to... Uh, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget to check us out every Tuesday between 7 and 8 p.m. for the most legendary and fascinating names in motorsports. Don't forget to check out our website, motorsports.com. Like us on Facebook. Check out our podcast, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. Telling tales out of school, but there's a feller in there who'll pay you ten dollars if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. It broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen.